Blog Talk Radio.
I'm Pastor Sabrina, and God bless you in the name of the Lord. Amen. We are a Christian, Protestant, Internet church, and we meet on the Internet every Wednesday evening and every Friday evening at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time in the United States of America. And on Sundays as Miracle Outreach Ministries on Sunday. Amen? Praise the Lord. We hope that you will join us and that you will learn some things. Amen? That you will actually allow the Lord to minister to you as you listen to the word tonight. Amen? We all need a good word from the Lord all the time. Life is a very serious matter. Amen. And sometimes we need more than just a hi there by our family and friends. We need the Lord. So I'm one of those people I need the Lord all the time. (laughs) And so I would hope that you would learn some things that maybe you didn't know before. Maybe you looked at it differently. And maybe you need a fresh outlook. Praise God. The Lord will help you. He's good. He loves us all. And he knows everything you've been through all week long. Praise God. Amen. And so we're Continuing, oh, and I want to thank everybody that's that's put their um their condolences and their sympathy cards in the mail for I forget. I want to thank everyone who participated, and God bless you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. And we are still lifting our sister and her son in prayer as they go through this period. God is blessing them and keeping them. Amen. Praise God. They were so encouraged by Sunday's service, and so was everyone else, I think. I was. And I hope that as you pray for them, that you understand how important it is for the church to come together in love. Amen. It's so important for the church to come together in love and to minister one to another. That's the way God set it up, amen? That That's his plan. And I believe his plan is the best plan. Actually, his plan is the only plan. So I'm so glad that I'm a part of the family of God. And I pray that you feel the same way. You know, all of us go through trying times. You know, sometimes things are up and some things are not as up as other things. But we help each other along, you see. We encourage each other. We share our testimonies to encourage one another. We put uh, scriptures and nice little sayings in the chat room 
I keep you informed on things, well, you may not have wanted to be informed on, but it's important because God wanted you to know. Amen. And you can't walk around this world as if nothing's happening because things are happening. And God is answering uh, the adjudications that we place before him. Amen. And I can tell the enemy doesn't like them, but that's just too bad for the enemy because we're going to obey God. You know what I mean? So he's been the enemy all this time, and I'm going to still be me, and you're going to still be you, and we're still going to be in Christ together, and we're the body of Christ in Jesus' name. So I do believe that the Lord is very pleased with us. He told me that he was. He told me that he was very, very pleased with what we were doing on Sunday. He liked it. Now, aren't you blessed? Amen. Praise the Lord. Aren't you blessed? Now, if you have a a dog in your house or a cat in your house, tell them we love them too. God is blessing them too. They're not left out of the blessing. Amen. Amen. It is a privilege and an honor to be associated with such wonderful, loving, and caring saints. Amen. There are people who are sitting home by themselves, and they do not realize what a blessing they're missing when they don't hook into the body of Christ. Amen. Amen. And so... We want to encourage you that if you know one of those persons, that you hook them into the broadcast. Amen? They'll come to enjoy it just as you have. They'll come to learn and to grow just as you have. Amen? And they'll feel the love of God too. Amen? Amen. Well, pastor doesn't have a cat, nor a dog, nor a bird, nor a squirrel nor any of that. Amen. I I went through that season of life, and I moved on. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So we're going to have, yes, Brother Bill's dog sings. Yes. (laughs) Yes, she does. (laughs) She really does. And so uh, that wasn't a joke. The dog really does sing. And so uh, anyway, (laughs) Anyway, we're going to have a wonderful time before the throne of God tonight. Amen? Amen. And we can already feel the love of Jesus. Amen? Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Well, I think it's time to pray, don't you? Oh, I didn't welcome anybody else. I almost forgot. And a special welcome to all of our first-time listeners. We're up here enjoying each other in the presence of the Lord. Please do join in. Amen. We are a Protestant Christian Internet church, and we meet on the Internet on Wednesdays and Fridays and Sundays. Amen. And we invite you to join us in our chat room, which is located on our webpage. And our webpage is MiracleInternetChurch.com. That's Miracle internetchurch.com and when the page comes up across the top you'll see MIC radio chat that link and 
When the page changes, click Guest. When the page changes again, sign in using your name and then go down to the bottom of the page and say hello to everyone, and everyone will say hello to you. Praise the Lord. And that's the same procedure that you use for signing into the Global Prayer Warriors Prayer Room. Amen. Praise the Lord. If you're using your cell phone, you may find, use your, open your browser and locate MiracleInternetChurch.com. When the page comes up across the banner, across the top, you'll see three white lines against a black background. Click the three white lines, and that will open up all the other links to you, and you can follow those instructions in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. I'm so happy that we have so many dogs and cats coming to church. Amen. Thank you, Lord. It's always nice to have a full house. So, in the name of Jesus Christ, Father, we thank you for the joy of the Lord, because truly your joy is our strength. We depend on you, Lord, to lift us up. Amen. You are the glory and the lifter up of our heads, Lord. You are the glory and the lifter up of our heads, Lord. We want to thank you that no matter what the devil tries, you're greater. And we bask in your love, in the blood of Jesus, in the peace of God, and in the presence of the Lord. Because the Bible says that where two or three of us are gathered together in your name, there you are in our midst. We thank you, Lord for the strength that's coming in to the members of this ministry, Lord. Strength to resist temptation. Strength to be encouraged. Strength to hold on during long trials and tribulations. We thank you, Lord, that many of us are growing in patience. And it's taking some energy to do so, but we're, we're coming, Lord. We're making it. We're not failing. We're making progress. So we thank you, Lord, for your holiness. We thank you for righteousness. We thank you for sanctification. We thank you for every good and perfect blessing that we have received from you. We thank you, Father, for our inheritance in Jesus Christ. We thank you for the body of Christ. We thank you for the blood of Jesus and the armor of God and the word of God and the wall of fire that surrounds us with your glory in the midst. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for being a fence around us all the time. We thank you, Lord, for watching over us. We thank you for Psalm 91 and for every scripture in the Bible. We thank you for your warring linking angels, your praising angels, and your ministering spirits. But most of all, we thank you for you. We thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for blessing us. Thank you for being our blessing and for causing us to be able to bless you. We give you praise, Lord. We give you glory. We give you honor. And we thank you for the love relationship that we have with you. And, Lord, 
we lift up to you everyone in miracle who's having a long struggle. It's been a long struggle, Lord. It's taken turns. It's gone up one way and down one way and around the curve another way. And it's kind of taken some wind out of us, Lord. But you're the God of our restoration. You cause us to lie down in green pastures. You lead us beside still waters and you restore our souls. So we ask you, Lord, tonight to invigorate those, encourage and strengthen those who've been in these long battles that have been going on for years, Lord. Give us that fresh breath of hope, that fresh breath of strength, that fresh breath of power coming into us, flowing into us, keeping us standing strong and upright in you, firm in faith, trusting the Lord. Help us, Lord, when we get weary and start to waver. Remind us that you are ever there with us, that, yes, the cross of Calvary was heavy, and someone had to come by and help you. And you continued on, and you completed the mission that our Father sent you to do. When it gets tough, Lord, remind us that you had a lot of tough persevered. You persevered, Lord. You didn't give up. You didn't quit. You might have paused, but you didn't stop. So we want to thank you, Lord. Every time someone smiles at us or gives us an encouraging word, we want to thank you. We need strength for those milestones, Father. And we thank you for the grace to be overcomers just as you are and to go the distance, whatever the trial may be. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor, Father. Amen. Someone said the battle is not given to the swift nor to the strong, but he that perseveres to the end. Well, Lord, we're here. And as long as you keep us here, we will be here. Lord, we ask you to heal our hearts today. There are those of us who've been wounded in our hearts, Lord, very deeply within. And it makes it a little difficult to fight sometimes because there's a pain that has not been resolved. So, Lord, we have a fast coming up this month. Mm-hmm. We ask you, Lord, to go deep within us and heal those long-standing pains and bruises and scars and wounds that we received in the battle. We receive your blood stripes way down on the inside. We thank you that Jesus' blood flows all the way there. 
And we thank you for the easing of the pain, the easing of the sorrow, the easing of the anguish, that it lifts, it lifts, it lifts, and it moves away from us. It moves away from us. It moves away. And the soothing comfort of the Holy Spirit takes its place. The soothing comfort of the Holy Spirit takes its place. We thank you, Father. We thank you. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise, Lord. You know, Lord, almost everybody has something in their life that they mostly can't talk to anybody about but you. Just about everybody, Lord, has something in their life that they really can't talk to anybody else about but you. But, Lord, you know what those things are. And right now, by faith, we hand those things over to you, Lord, and we let go. We let go. We hand them over to you, Lord, in faith, trust, and complete confidence that you'll take care of them. We don't have to dig them up anymore, open up that old case and try to dig through it and figure out where we left off last time and what we ought to do about it this time. We just don't have to go through that again. We can let go. We can let go once and for all. So right now, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, Those things, we just let go, and we give them to you, Lord. And, Lord, that's good enough for us. That's good enough for us, Lord. We don't have to worry about if I coulda, woulda, shoulda, or any of that other stuff. We just let go. It's done. And you are taking care of it. Amen. 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 It feels good to let go, saints. It feels refreshing to let go. Amen. It feels refreshing to let go. God's got it now, and you don't have to carry it anymore. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all of his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, And we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. 
We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and their powers in Jesus' name. We close and seal all portals, all channels, all open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong men and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, reporters, watchers, peeps, whisperers, familiar demons, listeners, all electronic and digital demons, technology demons and their attacks, all Leviathan spirits and their attacks, all Kundalini spirits and their attacks, brainwashing spirits, marine and water spirits and their attacks, sex devils and their attacks, unclean spirits and their attacks, Passive devils and their attacks Pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits Artificial intelligence spirits Smart dust, drone spirits All seduce sorcery, seducing and womanizing And whoredom spirits and their attacks We bind the electromagnetic attacks Smart technology and particle attacks Techno-paganism and mind control by the occult We bind force feedback, cyber stalking, cyber sex crimes, cyber sex, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits which manipulate modern technology, pulse microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy microwave weapons, binding all vibrations which are demons in Jesus' holy name. We bind all the voices of the stranger, the charmer, and the seducer in their attacks, all hypnotic and trance devils in their attacks, all mystic rituals in their intents, all targeted radio frequencies, all pulse weapons in their attacks, microwave attacks, debilitating sonic frequency attacks, the work of every druid, the Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing. All sonic and audio weapons, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind all microwave frequency attacks, 5G and component attacks, all EMF and EMP attacks in the name of Jesus. Amen. Aroko, everything coming off the satellites, the cell towers, and through our electronic devices in Jesus' name. We bind Buddhist black magic, 
Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Indian, Hindu, African, European, North American, South American, Arctic, Antarctic, Islander, Chinese, European, Celtic, Indonesian, Australian, New Zealander, every country and the continent of Africa. In the Arab nations, tribal groups, indigenous groups, native groups, Caribbean and Latin American and Jamaican, black and white magic and voodoo. We bind you all in the name of Jesus Christ. Everywhere on the globe, uh, underneath the sea and in the airways, where magic in all its forms, Occult works Witchcraft Wherever it is being practiced, Father, no matter by whom, we take authority, dominion, and power over it from our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, and we bind these demons in the name of Jesus. We bind the demons that are being released as we're moving toward what the world calls Halloween. Truly a celebration of evil and wickedness in Jesus' name. We bind the works of the enemy. We chain them with eternal chains unto darkness. We send them into the spiritual cage and to the feet of Jesus to be judged before their time. We take authority, dominion, and power over the buying between the witches, warlocks, and wizards in Jesus' name. We bind the queen of the coast. Father, we ask that you station all around the borders of this nation your angels, your strong warring angels to war. On behalf of what your strategy for this nation is in Jesus' name. We send up praises to you, Father. Praises to your name. We come in agreement with the plans of the Godhead for every nation on the planet and its peoples in Jesus' name. Baltic states. And we request adjudications from the righteous judge on every evil and wicked work on the planet, underneath the seas, and in the airways in the name of Jesus Christ. 
Believing themselves to be wise, they have become fools, Father. We exalt the name of Jesus Christ over all. We exalt the name of Jesus Christ. And we release the power in his name. We release the power in the name of Jesus over the body of Christ worldwide in Jesus' name. We bind 5G in every 5G tower in Jesus' name and all of its transmissions in Jesus' name. We overturn and empty our cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts. We bind Morgellons attacks, and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils, and we bind all evil spirits, which take animal forms. We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, and hyperactivity in Jesus' name. We bind the prince of the power of the air and all of his underlings and agents, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect and all satanic ritual abuse devils, satanic worship, and witchcraft dedications in Jesus' name. We bind the formation of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, and we bind the spirits of infirmity, spirits of supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts logic, science, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind uh, mammon and his agents, and we bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, monitor, track, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, Stop, defile, assassinate, corrupt, divide, confound, undermine, attack, reproach, spies, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools and the spirit of the fool in Jesus' name. We bind the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind and food lust in the name of Jesus. We return to sender according to the covenant, all and every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, 
proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us. Astral projection, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person, or unrighteous event left behind. Binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights in Jesus' name. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, and the Great Reset, make-believe, fantasy, fables, enchantments, la-la land, false religions, numerology, horoscopes, the spirits and works of the oppressors, the spirit and the children of disobedience, martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic, spirits and practices, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind the king of pride. We strip him of all his protections in Jesus' name. We cut off his head with the sword of the spirit in Jesus' name. We chain him with eternal chains of darkness and send him into the spiritual cage with his agents in Jesus' name. We bind all humans, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, fecal, and soulish sacrifices in Jesus' name. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, nature worship, deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. You are bound in Jesus' name. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Molech, Basilek, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, Isis, Osiris, all gods and goddesses, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and its 72, and we chain you with eternal chains under darkness in Jesus' name. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, promptings, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, and designs and we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We break the powers of every Masonic ritual, rite, ceremony, and the powers they use in Jesus' name and those from the associated organizations. We bind and break the powers of their pledges, their prayers, the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, and the grips in Jesus' name. We return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We bind Every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans, we bind the pride and foolishness of our own opinions, the work of errors in our lives, and we return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head, according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, witchcrafts, and mind control back on their own heads, and we bind the spirit of slumber in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief, And we ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. 
Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we've come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Father, we take authority, dominion, and power over every attack that any of the members of this church is experiencing right now in the name of Jesus. We bind the demons that brought the attack in the name of Jesus, and we put the attack back on the heads of the demons, and we declare the attack to attack the enemy in Jesus' name. We declare that the attack will attack the enemy in the name of Jesus Christ. We send the attack back from whence it came, and now it must attack the enemy in the name of Jesus Christ. We plead the blood of Jesus over ourselves, and we thank you, Father, that you're here in our midst. We command every demon that has followed us, was sent to us, transferred to us, to leave us now, one that's trying to piggyback. We cut them free in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind them, chain them with eternal chains under darkness, and send them into the spiritual cage in Jesus' name. We thank you for power, Lord. Lord, we cover ourselves and our vehicles and our transportation and the road we travel with the blood of Jesus. We take authority, dominion, and power over even objects in the road, entities, animals, demons, so that they do not cross our path. Thank you for sending your angels ahead of us. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings, for all who are in authority, and all true Christians everywhere especially persecuted Christians and those that were left behind in Afghanistan. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. Father, in Jesus' name, we cover ourselves and all of our property with the blood of Jesus, and we take authority over all the demons of the night, all the demons that have been attacking us in our sleep. And we take authority, dominion, and power over those dreams. If they were not sent by you, Father, we bind them, and we bind the intent. We bind the spirit that brought them, and we put that devil, that dream back on that devil. It's his dream now in Jesus' holy name. And we bind all poisons that were fed to us in our sleep, all attacked by sex devils. We All attacks by sex devils in your sleep. We call for the fire of God to completely consume those devils in Jesus' name. We call for the fire of God to burn them out in the name of Jesus Christ. Our God is an all-consuming fire. Burn them out, Lord. Burn them out in the name of Jesus Christ. Incubus and succubus are bound in Jesus' name. Fire of God, fire of God, fire of God, fire of God on every sex devil, every incubus, every succubus devil in the name of Jesus Christ. Especially spiritual husbands, spiritual wives, 
bound in the name of Jesus Christ, consumed with the fire of God in the name of Jesus. You must leave now. There's no place for you. You must leave now in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you for releasing your warring angels to war against these demons that have attacked our people in their sleep. And in the night, in Jesus' name, release your angels, Father, to do what they are capable of doing, in Jesus' name. Sexual attacks via witchcraft. We curse you in Jesus' name. We send the witchcraft back where it came from in the name of Jesus Christ. It all goes back. It all goes back. It all goes back. Thank you, Lord. Huh? Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you for engulfing our sleep in the fire of God in Jesus' name. We pull out our fiery dart. All warfare that's been going on in our privates, Father, in the name of Jesus, all warfare that's been going on in our privates, we bind it up in the name of Jesus Christ. We command it to leave us now in Jesus' name. Go back where you came from in the name of Jesus, never to return again. Go back, go back, go back, go back in Jesus' name. Go back, go back, go back, go back in our computers and in our televisions. Every attack, that's an audio attack that's aimed at our neurological systems. We send it back with the fire of God in Jesus' name. We pull out our fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, all voodoo, witchcraft, everything that sent from the sender, and we send it back in the name of Jesus Christ. We cut ourselves free 
from all ungodly silver cords, ley lines, soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all other forms of agreement with the demonic realm. We tear down and destroy walls of protection around the witches, the warlocks, the wizards, Satanists, nanotechnology, globalists, shamans, sorcerers, divinators, liars, and all such in Jesus' name. We break the power of every vex. We send it back. Every curse, we send it back. Every vex, we send it back. All love spells, we send it back. Charms, we send it back. Fetishes, we send it back. Psychic prayers, psychic thoughts, all witchcraft, sorcery, magic, and voodoo, we send it back in the name of Jesus Christ. All mind control, jinxes, potions, bewitchments, we send it back. Death, destruction, sickness, pain, and torment, we send it back. Psychic power, psychic warfare, we send it back. Incantations, incense, and candle burnings, chantings, ungodly blessings, we send it back. Hoodoo, crystals, root works, tribal rituals, sin, we send it all back now in the name of Jesus Christ. We send it back according to the covenant, because our God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that works in us. We send it back in the name of Jesus Christ, never to return to us, never to return to us, never to return to us in Jesus' name. Come out of our blood in Jesus' name. Isha, Isha, Isha. Come out of our blood in Jesus' name. Come out of us. All the demons that have been sent to our homes, especially when we're together on the air, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We chain you with eternal chains under darkness. We send you into the spiritual cage, and the angel of the Lord will take you away in Jesus' name. We bind every demon that was sent to us, transferred to us, followed us, and we command you to come out of our conscious, our subconscious, our unconscious mind, all parts of our body, will, emotions, and personality in Jesus' name. You have no access to us. We belong to Jesus Christ. Our bodies are the temple of the Holy Ghost. Leave and never return in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father. We give you praise. Hey, hallelujah. Our Lord, our God, is the Lord God who smites, and we release his smitings upon you in Jesus' name. For releasing the blood of Jesus over your children right now. We receive it, Lord. We receive the blood of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, and we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We give you the praise, Lord, right now in Jesus' holy name. You know, saints, uh, the closer we get to what they call Halloween, You'll have to remember to step up your warfare because they're out there doing all kinds of stuff, wicked, evil, demonic, satanic, 
stuff. Amen? Amen. So you know you're a target, all right? You already know that. So step up your warfare. Praise the Lord. Amen. Step up your warfare. You know you're a target. Act like you know it. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. All those strange cats and strange birds that show up. Amen. All those strange birds. I did some warfare this weekend about those strange birds. And you get there and you say, well, you haven't got any business with any owls outside your bedroom window. You should have put the sword of the spirit right through that owl because that owl is a warlock or a wizard coming to spy on you. Crows, too, they're no different. Amen? You had an owl on your property, you should have decapitated him with the sword of the spirit, and it shouldn't have taken you all day to do it either. Amen. Amen. These strange animals, those cats, witches are in those cats. They don't have any business around you. That was nice that you bound it. Now, next time, take your sword and pierce it through, okay? Let's get on with this. We know what to do. We know what to do. We've been taught what to do. Amen? You know, you could just as well blind that owl. Amen. You can do that. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Step up your warfare. Our featured psalm for tonight is Psalm 20, Psalm 2-0. And our verse for meditation comes from the book of Acts. Acts chapter 9, verses 17 and 18. Acts chapter 9, verses 17 and 18. Praise the Lord. And our featured ebook is Keeping Your Deliverance Bible Study, Turning from Evil Spirits. Keeping Your Deliverance Bible Study, Turning from Evil Spirits. Our guest call in number remains area code 319 527 6235 and press 1. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, saints, tonight the Lord wants to talk to us about don't invite the devil. Don't invite the devil. In John, the Gospel of John, chapter 10, verse 10. The Gospel of John Chapter 10, verse 10. Thief cometh not, but for to steal, and to kill, and to destroy. The thief cometh not, but for to steal, 
and to kill and to destroy. Jesus tells us plainly that the purpose for the devil's engagement with human beings, three things. The purpose for the devil's engagement with human beings is to accomplish three things. Firstly, to steal. He's a thief. He's a thief. What, what do you mean he's a thief? Well, you know they stole an election. It was orchestrated by thieves. He's a thief. Next, he comes to kill. So we've been doing adjudications, and now you know one of the primary methods he's been using over the centuries by injection. Lastly, to destroy. That's his plan. To steal, to kill, and lastly, to destroy. Wise persons will be alert to these tactics and be careful to consider all related circumstances before acting, judging, and deciding, rather than to ignore or lightly consider the possible results of attack. Let me say that again. Wise persons will be alert to these tactics and be careful. Consider all related circumstances before acting, judging, and deciding rather than to ignore or to lightly consider the possible results of attack. You see, foolish persons don't see the need to be alert. They figure, eh, 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 and that's how they act. They don't give attacks of the enemy serious consideration. Wise persons, to the contrary, take the time to carefully consider thing that possibly relates to that situation before they act, before they judge. Before they speak, before they decide. How many do that? The truth is that God has provided superior protection 
for his people. God is not foolish, nor can he be made to be a fool. Nothing escapes his notice. To take the position that you do not need to wear your armor always or use your weapons of warfare and execute the battle strategies that you have been taught is foolish and worse. There are persons who have been taught spiritual warfare who choose for whatever reason, that they don't feel like doing spiritual warfare, and so they lay their weapons down. And they walk right on in their carnal lives as if some someone is going to come do it all for them. But that's not reality. That's a lie. Amen? This saint will be captured by the enemy because this one, refuses to take his position in God's kingdom seriously. If you figure that you only have to do spiritual warfare sometimes and not all the time, you don't take your position in the kingdom of God seriously enough. First Peter 5 beginning with verse 8. 1 Peter chapter 5, beginning with verse 8. Be sober. Be serious about it. Be vigilant. Stay on your post. Be alert. Pay attention. Because your adversary, the devil. Yes, you do have an adversary, and it is the devil. As a roaring lion walketh about, yes, he's moving around, seeking whom he may devour. The last time we talked, I encouraged everyone to be far less devourable than you have been before. Amen? Far less devourable. Whom resists? steadfast in the faith. So there, there's no room here for you to put your weaponry down. You don't feel like wearing your armor today. It doesn't match your jeans. You don't have that option. It says that you don't. So for you to refuse to do spiritual warfare is called rebellion. And no one is supposed to do all your warfare for you. You have to do your own warfare. Whom resists steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. You are not the only person going through similar afflictions. People all over the world are experiencing such things. Amen? 
No, it's not just you. It's everybody else, too. The devil is always on the prowl, hunting for those whom he can devour. There are people who make themselves an easy prey. We encourage you to bind every thought. We encourage you to cast down imagination. We encourage you to resist the devil. And when you decide that you don't feel like doing it or you don't want to do it or whatever you decide, you make yourself devourable. And the enemy takes notice. Amen. It's real. The devil is always on the prowl, hunting for those whom he can devour, whose defenses are down. Whose defenses are down. Mm -hmm. He's crouching for someone whom he can devour and tear apart. Saints are called firm in the faith when the enemy roars and attacks. Nowhere does it say you're supposed to run and find a hiding place from the devil. Saints are are not supplied with armor so they're to test their ability to run and hide from the enemy. That's not why you have armor, to see if you can run fast and go hide from the devil. That's not the point. You missed the point. No, saints are to face the enemy. The Bible says that God is our rearward. He's bringing up the back end. You're supposed to be marching forward into battle. Yes, this applies to you. Yes, it does. Yes, it does apply to you. Yes, saints are to trust in the Lord in the time of attack. Yes, saints are to trust in the Lord in the time of attack. No, saints are not to go into a why about, why is this happening to me? I just don't understand. I don't understand why this is happening to me. Well, Something's happening to everybody, and you're not exempted. Either you've been captured by the enemy or you're resisting him, but it can't be both at the same time. Saints are to remember that other Christians all around the world are going through these sufferings too. You're not the only one. Pity parties are not allowed in this kingdom. There are celebrations 
but not pity party. How are you going to get through this? Well, I'm glad you asked. Step one, repent of your own wrong. That's right. You have to start at the beginning. Repent of your own wrong. Amen. Step two. Oh, step two. Bind your fears. Lose Second Timothy one seven. Bind your ignorance. Lose Proverbs twelve one. Bind your foolishness. Lose Proverbs one five. Bind your thoughts. Lose Philippians four eight. Bind your flesh. Lose Galatians five sixteen. Bind your emotions. Loose Galatians 5, 22 to 23. Bind your pride. Loose James 4, 10. Bind your demons. Loose Luke eleven twenty. Bind your childishness. Loose 1 Corinthians 13, 11. Bind your distractions. Loose 1 Corinthians 6, 12. Bind your stubbornness. 2 verses 8 through 9. There's step two. Step three. Remember that you are to wear your armor into battle. That's why you have it, because you are supposed to go into battle. That's where you belong, in battle. That's right. In the battle, that's why you have armor. That's why you have weaponry. That's why you have battle strategies, because you're supposed to be on the battlefield in battle. Mm -hmm. Instead of trying to find a place to hide. Amen. One of the objectives of your strategy should be to know your enemy. That's important. That's very important. You've got to know about your enemy, the devil. He often uses the same strategies against you. So you need to become wise to his strategies that he uses against you. He's used them before. They're not brand new. He doesn't have brand new ones. Same old dumb ones. He often uses the same ones because you fall for it every time. You keep falling for the same thing over and over and over again until you finally learn not to do that. Amen. This ministry has taught you much. Tell the devil. Well, then do this. You've been taught what to do. Now, Activate it. Do it. 
It doesn't make you strong in battle just because you know what to do. It doesn't work until you actually do what you've been told to do. That's right. You must actually do it. Amen. But it is needful for you to continually pursue the devil. Why do I have to do that? Because you really do want the devil on the run. You want him to run from you and to never want to come near you again. That's what you should want. Pursue the enemy. That's right. Pursue. Joshua chapter 8, verse 24. Joshua chapter 8, verse 24. And it came to pass when Israel had made an end of slaying all the inhabitants of Ai in the field. They were out there slaying the inhabitants. Slay, that means they were killing them. No, they didn't leave them alive. They killed them. It came to pass when Israel had made an end of slaying all the inhabitants of Ai in the field, in the wilderness, wherein they chased them. Wherein they chased them. They pursued them. They chased them. They ran them down. They slayed them. Are you getting the picture? It wasn't a just, boop, I just touched you with my sword. No, dear. Mm-mm. They were slaying them in the wilderness wherein they had chased them. And when they were all fallen on the edge of the sword, that means the sword pierced through them and killed them until they were consumed. All the Israelites returned unto Ai and smote it with the edge of the sword. Yes, you are to pursue the enemy. You don't just bop him one time with your sword and then, well, maybe he'll run away. No, you chase him down. You catch him. Oh, yes, you do. Put him to an end. That one will never rise again. Well, I said, I bind you in the name of Jesus. Well, I suggest you keep going until you actually get a victory. If you think You're just going to sit on the edge of your couch and say, I bind you in the name of Jesus, Satan, and that's all you're going to do. you got a lot of work ahead of you. You're going to take your sword, and you're going to wear him out with it. You see what they did in in this scripture? They slayed him. They chased him. They took him out. They didn't give him a second chance. 
Joshua chapter 10, verse 10. Joshua chapter 10, verse 10. And the Lord discomforted them before Israel and slew them with a great slaughter. He slew them with a great slaughter at Gibeon and chased them along the way and smote them from city to city. He kept getting, he never let them go until that was the end of them. The Lord discomforted them before Israel. He put them to flight and slew them with a great slaughter. Is that what you do to the demons to show up at your house? If it isn't, that's that's what you need to be doing. That just pulling your sword out and swinging it in the air just to be swinging it in the air is not the point. You're supposed to hit something. You're supposed to take something out. Mm-hmm. This is called spiritual warfare. It's a war. The Lord discomforted them before Israel and slew them and chased them and smote them, and he didn't stop till he was through. Joshua 11, 8. Joshua chapter 11, verse 8. And the Lord delivered them into the hand of Israel, who smote them and chased them from Zidon to Misrephothanim, and unto the valley of Mitzvah, and they smote them until they left until they left them none remaining. How about that? Until they left them none remaining. That was the end of those folks. Is that what you do to the demons that attack you? Because that's what you're supposed to be doing. Judges chapter 20, Judges chapter 20, verse 43, Judges chapter 20, verse 43, thus they enclosed the Benjamites round about, ah, surrounded them and chased them and trolled them down. even as the sun was rising. Doesn't look to me like they gave up and they quit. Looks to me like they just kept going and kept going and kept going and kept going till they killed them all. Mm-hmm. That's the way it appears to me. And I hope it appears that way to you. Because that's what's supposed to happen. Let's go visit Job for a second. Job's a a good place to go. Job. Job chapter... um, 
Job chapter 18. Job chapter 18, verse 18. Job chapter 18, verse 18. He shall be driven from light into darkness and chased out of the world. Wow. Chased out of the world. Is that what happens to the demons that come to attack you? They have to leave and they can't come back? Is that what you're doing? Leviticus chapter 26, verse 7. Leviticus chapter 26, verse 7. And ye shall chase your enemies, and they shall fall before you by the sword. And ye shall chase your enemies, and they shall fall before you by the sword. Seems to me like you got to keep at it. You can't just, you know, tap it one time and, and let that go. No, you actually have to fight. And five of you shall chase an hundred, and a hundred of you shall put 10,000 to flight, and your enemies shall fall before you by the sword. Well, there's more than five of us here. Amen? Praise the Lord. You shall chase your enemies, miracle. You have to give chase. You can't just sit there and say, well, I bind you in the name of Jesus, and that's all you're going to do. No, dear. You have to give chase to realize that you're actually on a battlefield. You have to realize that you actually have to plow into the enemy. And they shall fall before you by the sword. Seems like you're going to have to use that sword an awful lot. It isn't going to be a one-time experience. It's not like your microwave. You press the button once, you wait for the bell to go off, and then you get your food. No, it's not like that. You actually have to give chase to your enemy. You actually have to put the enemy down. Amen? Amen. It is so. Joshua, chapter 23, verse 10. Joshua, chapter 23, verse 10. One man of you shall chase a thousand For the Lord your God, he it is that fighteth for you, as he hath promised you. Did you notice? You know, most Christians want to hear the part about, for the Lord your God, he it is that fighteth for you, as he No, go back to the beginning. One of you shall chase a thousand. Chase? Yes, get on it right now. Don't get off of it. That part comes first. 
You see, in this kingdom, you have a responsibility for being a spiritual warrior of God. You must fight. Amen. You have to fight. There's no such thing as, um, I have a headache today, and, and, and I, I, I just can't fight. I, I, I just can't, you know, I can't do anything. Amen. There was a song that we used to sing. And let's see if I can remember the part that um that I can remember. Let me see Holy Spirit. It goes that you have to fight against all evil. Never run nor even lag behind. If you must win for God and the right, just keep on the firing line. You must fight, be brave against all evil. Never run nor even lag behind. If you must win for God and the right, just keep. On the firing line. It's what warriors do. Amen. That's what soldiers do. That's what warriors do. There is no such idea of negotiating a truce with the devil. That does not exist. Cannot be done. There will be no peace talks with Satan. None. Saints are to pray to determine any possible moves of the devil. We must know enemy's strategies and tactics. We must know the enemy's strategies and tactics. Second Samuel, chapter 22. Second Samuel, chapter 22, verse 29. For thou art my lamp, O Lord and the Lord will lighten my darkness. For thou art my lamp, O Lord. He causes us to be able to see what we wouldn't see otherwise. And the Lord will lighten my darkness. As you advance into the devil's territory, you must remember that the devil's objective is to deceive, to tempt, to discourage, to defeat, destroy us. Saints often live in defeat because many do not realize how the devil operates. Hmm. 
if you look back at your life and ask the Holy Spirit to help you see, he will show you how the enemy has made inroads in your life over the years. And he can show you your continual mess-ups. You know, the same thing you just keep messing up over. Every single time the devil brings it around, you fall for it every time. But you're going to have to push your plate back for that. It's not going to float down on a cloud. Amen? Amen. The devil couldn't hide from Jesus because Jesus knew the devil's characteristics. Mm-hmm. Demons and the flesh work together. Demons and the flesh work together. I knew a Christian who once told me that I didn't need to look for the devil under every rock. She had found out that I was associated with a deliverance ministry, and her opinion was that I didn't need to spend my time running around looking under every rock for the devil. Hmm. When she said that, I thought, how foolish. So the rock that I don't turn over will be the one where the serpent is hiding. Not a chance. You see, there's some people that believe for some reason that you should just go moseying on through life and you shouldn't spend your time looking to see where the devil is. You're just supposed to walk around like you don't know there's a devil. Well, I'm here to tell you there is, and he's extremely busy. He's got plenty of flesh to work with him. And if you don't pay attention, he'll be a roaring lion in your face before you know it. So her idea was is, I shouldn't go tracing through life looking under every rock to see if the serpent was there. I'm just supposed to walk by as if nothing's there. Not a day. Not me. Jesus told the Pharisees in the Gospel of John, Chapter 8, Jesus told the Pharisees in the Gospel of John, Chapter 8, Verse 44, ye are of your father the devil, and the lust of your father, the desires of your father, ye will do. He was talking to the Pharisees. He's telling them they're of their father the devil, and whatever the devil wants to do, that's what they're going to do. Some of you... No folk that are close to you that are just like this. They are full of the devil, and you know that they are full of the devil. And you know wherever they come into your presence, they're finna act just like the devil. 
So don't invite them into your presence. Amen. Praise the Lord. He was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own. He conjured his own lie. For he is a liar and the father of it. Hmm. Jesus said this to the Pharisees. Jesus knew that there was no truth at all in the devil. So Jesus refused to listen to him. Oh, that the saints would learn this lesson. Jesus knew that there was no truth at all in the devil. He likes to take facts and twist them. You know, Leviathan helps him with that, that twisting stuff. So Jesus refused to listen to him. Jesus refused to listen to the devil's lie. Oh, that miracle would learn that. So why are you still hanging on the phone Listening to the devil's lies. But when the phone rings and you see who it is, you know what the deal's going to be. You know the reason for the phone call. You know the spirits that are on the other side of the phone. You know what their purpose, their plan, and their plot is. So why are you still hanging on the phone with the devil? Why are you doing that? The devil showed up making promises that were nothing but lies. Well, you're accustomed to that. Some of you married it. So you're well broken in to hearing lies from the devil. You should know a lie a mile away. You've had overexposure to it. Hmm. Jesus didn't put any credence whatsoever in what the devil was saying. Because he knew that the devil is a liar. So why are you so upset because the devil is still telling lies? He is a liar. Lying is what he does. Liars tell lies. It's the truth. Some of you have already started in the back of your mind to make plans to have dinner in a couple of months with liars. And you know they're liars. You already know pretty much which lies they're going to tell. 
You have not developed a love for the truth so much so that you would just rather not spend your time in the company of liars. That's right. Well, they're going to come and bring their lying spirits, and they're going to act just like liars act. That's what they do. Jesus knew. Jesus didn't waste a breath nor word arguing with a liar. Jesus didn't waste breath nor words arguing with a liar. And neither should you. Jesus said, get thee behind me, Satan, thou art an offense unto me. In other words, you're just in my way. Jesus knew the devil was trying to snare him. Hmm. Since Jesus has given you a sound mind, it stands to reason that you should understand this too. This is the same strategy that we must use when the devil comes to us with a bunch of lies. The devil will set up the circumstances for the refrigerator to quit running the car to run hot, your child to get suspended from school. One problem after another. This has happened so many times that you should be expecting the devil to say something dumb to you. Now, shouldn't you? He's run you through that so many times. That you should know, okay, by the by number three, Lord, he'll be here to say something real crazy to me. You ought to know that by now. He's been running you through this same thing over and over and over and over again. And then you keep acting like the dog that's chasing his tail. At some point, you've got to stop that. Amen? You should recognize this tactic by now. And you should be ready with three sharp scriptures to pop him with. You ought to be standing there waiting for him to get to the next thing he's getting ready to do, and you ought to light him up. You should have already returned fire for him waking you up from a good sleep the night before. Uh Uh-huh. When it appears that you do not have the answers to find a way out of the tremendous financial burdens which you are carrying, which, by the way, 
you should have cast upon the Lord already. But okay, you didn't get that far yet. The devil to show up with too much to say to you. You know, just as your patience is starting to wear thin, expect him to show up. He thinks that's his invitation. He set up the little situations to get on your nerves or to annoy you or to irritate you or to bother you. And by the time he gets through his little cycle that usually works on you, he's ready to say something, and you ought to be ready for whatever he thinks he can say because he's coming to say something that he has no business saying to you. You know who he is. You should be waiting with three sharp scriptures to pierce him through. Think about it. You ought to be ready and waiting. Be quick about it. Don't give him a chance to recover. If you're going to apply the sword of the spirit, give chase. Slay him. Don't hold back. You already know that he's going to tempt you to pay your bills first instead of your time. It's almost like you can smell him coming. You know what's going on. Be ready. Be quick about it. Don't give him a chance to recover at all. Stay in agreement with the word. Yes, things will change. It's through faith and patience that we inherit the promises. The devil is not God. The devil is not God. So you've been believing God to heal your body. You fasted and prayed for healing over and over, and you still don't see the outward display of healing that you are expecting. There it is. You got it. You know how it works. Here comes the devil. Unsheath your sword and fire away. Don't stop piercing him with that sword. Shield up and go for it. Don't stop till you take him out. God is in control and he has given you the power. Your move. Mm hmm. God is my strength and power, he maketh my way perfect. He maketh my feet like hinds' feet, and setteth me upon my high places. He teacheth my hands to war, so that a bow of steel is broken by mine arm. Thou hast also given me the shield of thy salvation, 
and thy gentleness has made me great. Thou hast enlarged my steps under me so that my feet did not slip. I have pursued mine enemies and destroyed them and turned not again until I had consumed them. And I have consumed them and wounded them that they could not rise. Yes, they are fallen under my feet. For thou hast girded me with strength to battle. Them that rose up against me hast thou subdued under me. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. That's what the Lord said. Praise the Lord. Brother Bill, praise report. Praise the Lord, Pastor Sabrina. You're not going to believe this. I found a praise report from Pastor Sabrina in the prayer room. Thank you, Lord. It did not disappear. Praise you, Lord, for that. Pastor Sabrina's praise report says, Thank you, Lord, for the safe return of my clothing. I appreciate the return of other items. I request your help in locating other dry cleaners. Praise you, Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Praise ye, Lord Jesus. We take authority over all the lost items in Jesus' name. And, Lord, we take authority over. You keep telling me that someone here is ready to give up. I bind up that spirit of defeat, and I bind every devil speaking into their mind. And in Jesus' name, I ask you to give them strength and courage. We praise you for that, Lord Jesus. Amy Miller has a praise report. On the side of the house, water was constantly leaking from the air conditioners, causing the ground to be wet and soft to step on. We took it to prayer immediately, but I did call a plumber promptly to see where the wet, where the all the water was coming from to fix it. He confirmed the water was coming out of the air conditioners, but only provided advice on how to pull the water so it could not be such a big mess. We bought several items to hopefully pull the water, but it was a big flop and a waste of time and money. So we did what we were supposed to do, to do from the beginning. We prayed and cast our care upon the Lord and waited. I continued to cast the care daily. The Lord is very gracious and merciful. He sent someone I did not even ask, have to ask. My future son-in-law came to me and asked if he could handle the outside water issue. A couple of weeks later, all is fixed perfect. The ground is finally drying. Praise God. I thank you, Lord, for holding it, for not holding it against me that I would not wait on you. Let me always remember how you care for us to wait on the Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus. And Sister Nicole has a praise report. When I put a prayer request in her for mom to listen to the word of God, she let it be playing in the background while I was playing a game with her for about a week or more ago. Thank you, 
Holy Father, for granting that request by the wonderful petition of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Praise you, Lord Jesus. DCH has a praise report. Thank you, Jesus, for the opportunity last week to evangelize to one person in the grocery store and five individuals on the phone and to tell them about MIC and to take authority to bind because an owl started hooting outside my bedroom last night. And I said, if it's not a real owl that I'm hearing, I bind, cage, and chain you. And Heavenly Father, please send your angels to escort these spirits to the feet of Jesus to be judged before their time in Jesus' name, in which I no longer heard any hooting. Praise you, Lord Jesus. You're teaching the saints how to fight. And N.K. has a praise report. I thank you, Father, for Romans 8.15. For we have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but we have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father, in Jesus' name. By his blood we have communion with you. Father, we come to you confidently, knowing that you love us, and desire to bless us, to speak to us, to heal us, to empower us. Thank you for MIC and the work of the Holy Spirit for his life-changing revelation. Praise you, Lord, for that. Dina has some praise reports. I was able to have some paperwork reworked. As a result, the percentage rate went down one and a quarter percent which saves a lot of money, praise the Lord. And I wasn't home during in, and a tree fell in my backyard away from the house. Thanks to the Lord's provision, that limb had several long branches. On the two trees near the house were cut down as preventive measures. Thank you, Lord, for letting that high limb fall perfectly away from the house. Thank you, Lord, for letting me get through last year with only one small branch falling in my yard. A man, My yard man was able to remove it. Praise you, Lord, for his mercy and his goodness. Now we have a praise report from Dana. And she says, thank you, Lord, for your mercy and grace. The Lord blessed me to pay off two bills this week. I've been working years to pay off. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for your blessing, that you're blessing your children, the MIC and MOM saints, to be debt-free and prosperous in Jesus' name. Praise you, Lord, for that. And N.K. says, praise for two, day our, two days our puppy was limping. We prayed put in prayer requests, massaged and observed him, anointed with oil, research called vets. We've been seeking the Lord before making a major move. Tonight during church, God helped KK focus on the Pacific area causing trouble. Thank you for the insight, Lord. We praise you. And we went to the vet and prayed We went to the vet, all prayed up this morning. The doctor's assistant immediately spoke a curse over Theodore and said, No, I bound it out loud and spoke the name of Jesus. The doctor was very pushy and self-assured, seemingly to think herself a type of God. I stood firm and did not allow her to push my hands away from my dog. I did not submit to the spirits in her trying to bully me. I did not back down and got the information and service I wanted, smiling all the time. 
This is a huge change in how I behave with doctors, thanks to deliverance. Plus, it was confirmed that the diagnosis KK made about why Theodore was limping was true. An extra dewclaw on the back paw was torn, and it was proven in the way we treated his wound. It began the healing process. Mind you, all aspects of this situation have been prayed about for three days. Hallelujah. Jesus is king, and the word is true. Also, the vet confirmed that Theodore's hips, knees, and connective tissues, etc., were all healthy and normal. Praise you, Lord Jesus. We praise you, praise you, praise you. And Annette has a praise report. Our dog has returned home. Thank you, Lord, for the favor. Bless the Bless, O oh my soul, bless his holy name. All the praise belong to you in Jesus' name. Trish has a praise report. I asked the Lord for healing of my ears. I took a nap, and the muffledness was gone. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Dina has a praise report. He's an old-time God. Yes, he is. I needed financial assistance with a long-term hotel stay. I had until 2.30 to pack my stuff and leave. Meantime, uh, I researched out of the company I worked for, for to cover my stay and deduct the amount from my paycheck. At the last minute, she contacted me, but I wasn't able to do anything until tomorrow. The manager was nice enough to let me stay until they took care of the balance due in the morning. So, therefore, thank you, Father God. You're always make a way. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord Jesus, for that. Dana has a praise report. Thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness. I found some of the documents that were missing. I was led to go outside just in time to find and kill a snake. The Lord led me to clean out a cabinet, and I discovered a couple of old sorority items that needed to be thrown away. Thank you, Jesus. Bless your holy name. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. And in cases, praise. I've been praying about something and telling my husband about it for many years. Today, the Holy Spirit explained it to my husband. And now, by God's grace, we can walk together because we are agreed. There's no one like our God. And bro has a praise report. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for helping me find some documents, etc. I needed last night as I prayed with thanksgiving and honoring your word. As I was driving on the interstate highway, legally at 55 miles an hour, when I was passed twice by larger cars going maybe twice my speed, which caused my car to be shaken by suction. As I bound those demons in Jesus' name, I suffered no ill effects while continuing to listen to the book of Revelations. Praise you, Lord. Yes, thanks. That makes a difference. Listening to the word, I play it over me at work. I play it at home. It'll make a huge difference in your walk with Jesus, and it will really help you. Because faith comes by hearing. Hearing the word of God. And AK has a praise report. Thank you, God, for a good swim meet on Saturday, for blessing me with success. I was able to be placed in the top eight of all competitors. I reduced my 
my times in all strokes, meaning I got faster and placed second in my favorite stroke. Well, praise you, Lord Jesus, for that. And D47 has a praise report. The company I work for was able to cover my hotel expense. Overall, help me out. In the meantime, thank you, Lord. You always make a way. And I thank you that financially it is going to get better. My day is coming sooner than expected. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And Gina has a praise report. I have a praise to It was an all-day ordeal, but to make a long story short, my car needed to be towed, went to a neighbor's who generously offered to hold it. AAA would not tow it off her street into my driveway. Thank you, Father, for knocking this one down. And praise the Lord. Daryl has a praise report. Thank you, Lord, for healing me. Thank you, Lord, for healing me from all side effects of long-term COVID. Thank you, Lord, for the needles and pin sensations in my fingers, joints, and scalp have stopped. Thank you, Lord, I have no more aches and pains in my joints and scalps. Thank you, Lord, for restoring my sleep to sweet sleep. Thank you, Lord, for restoring my strength and renewed my energy. Thank you, Lord, that my vision is better and I'm able to see clear. Thank you, Lord, for restoring my weight to a weight you desire me to be, not skinny, not overweight. Thank you, Lord, for healing my scalp and my hair follicles and texture and stopped all abnormal hair shedding. Thank you, Lord, that my nails are a healthy pink color again. Thank you, Lord, for the joy in my heart. Well, praise you, Lord. What a wonderful praise report. Sam Owens has a praise report. Father, thank you for clearing my infection. Praise you, Lord, for that. And praise you, Lord, for stopping the bleeding in my kidney and for cleaning up those infections. And thank you, Lord, that I praise you that everything will completely Heal up and clear up in Jesus' name. We praise you, Lord, for that. And Andre has a praise report. I had pain in my right heel that affected my walk and my daily life. I'd had it for a couple of days, and the Holy Spirit reminded me that this pain came from out of nowhere, especially after waking up. He let me know that this was an attack and brought me to the memory. All the coworkers I noticed with some form of limp in their feet or having to be out of work because of this ailment. I definitely wouldn't have made that connection without the Holy Spirit's guidance. I stood against the tap, the attack and kept confession of being healed. I resisted the devil and he had to flee. Praise the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost for victory over Satan's defeated kingdom and my appreciation of MIC for boot camp. Well, praise you, Lord Jesus. Dana has a praise report. Praise the Lord. I had some electrical work done at my house, and the bill was 300 less than I expected. Good Jesus. And Mary Courtney has a praise report. After praying for upwards of 30 years plus for my boy, that he yet thanked me 
for how I raised him. And he's listening to some gospel music more, but not jumping into a church. Yet thankful for my training, I was shocked like Sarah when she laughed out loud, but so grateful to God after praying for so long. <laughs> the gay world has snatched so and for all of the many children, we pray against for the sexual bondages of the occult. Lord, we, we just give you praise and honor that you're going to draw all those children out of that. And we thank you, Lord, for that. We praise you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And these are wonderful, awesome praise reports. And now back to you, Pastor Sabrina. What do you think of these tonight? They're just awesome. They're wonderful. We have a wonderful God. And he does wonders in our lives, amen, especially when we allow him to, when we give him faith, amen. Those are some beautiful praise reports, saints. And thank you very much for sharing them. Thank you so very much for sharing them. You know, saints, um, along with what we have to do spiritually, put your foot down in the natural too. That's right. There's things that you must do spiritually, and there are positions to take, and sometimes things to do in the natural as well. It doesn't work when you just do part of what you're supposed to do, because God is expecting you to walk in the dominion that he's given you in the earth. Amen? Because he gave it to you. It came from him. And so, as we proceed through life and learn how to do spiritual warfare and learn how to see the hand of God move and learn how to understand when it's time to say something and when it's time to be quiet, when it's time to do whatever it is God wants us to do at that time, that he can bring the victory that he wants to bring, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. That's what boot camp is about, learning, growing, developing, stretching out. I know there are some of you who are in you're in shock because pastor says you have to, you have to chase. Yes, you do. You have to pursue the enemy. You have to go after him until he's running from you so fast you can barely catch him. That's right. He's not supposed to be all up in your face every time you turn around. Amen? But as long as you let him, he will. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, Whomever that is that feels like quitting, you need to write me at gproom at outlook.com. Amen. Because I need to pray for you. You need to write me at gproom at outlook.com because you need to. Well, what good is it going to do? You won't find out till you write. Amen. So, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we come together as the body of Christ and we take authority, dominion, and power over that pessimistic, defeatist attitude. In Jesus' name, we bind those devils. We bind the give-up demons. 
in Jesus' name. Saints ought always pray and not to faint, not to give up, the scriptures say. So, Father, we take authority, dominion, and power over the enemy at work in this person's life, this saint's life, and we command those demons to come up and out of that saint in Jesus' name and to go into the cage bound in Jesus' name and to the feet of Jesus for immediate judgment. You know who you are. You need to take a deep breath and cough from your gut. Cough those spirits up. In Jesus' name, there is no quitting and giving up in God's kingdom. Jesus went all the way to the cross and beyond. He didn't give up on you. You can't give up on his word. If you're looking to yourself for the answer, you're looking in the wrong place. Your eyes are to be fixed on Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise his holy name. Amen. Well, let's see. Area code 209. You're on the air now in Jesus' name. Area code 209. You're on the air now in Jesus' name. Hello. Hello. Yes. Hi, can you hear me? <laughs> Hi, yes, Sherry. Yes. <laughs> yeah, just um, just need a little bit of help here. Mhm. Yeah, I was binding and loosening all day yesterday and putting them in spiritual cages, and I just I really got hit this morning. I have been in warfare all day, and it just came all the way through the house, kind of a thing. <laughs> all right. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, all of the warfare that our sister has endured all of this year up to this moment, we take authority, dominion, and power over it in Jesus' name, and we return it from whence it came. We send it back, all of it, every bit of it. All the places that it came from, we send it back in the name of Jesus. Aha! Shields up around our sister in Jesus' name. 
Ruka de Rieberista, Tarabruka de Diasata. Go back, go back, go back, go back, go back, go back, go back. In Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for releasing your angels. Rumba Baba Kushe, Rigisa, Ruka de Rieberista, Tarabruka de Diosola, Ruka de Rukusa. Ringe de Gibrisha, Tara Bruca, de Diasa, de Diasota, Rumba Babacusha, de Diasa, Tara Maruca, de Diasa, Tara, Ruca de Baraca, de Diosa. We break that weapon hole in Jesus' name. We cut her free. Regale de Diosotor Obre, Ruca de Gibrisha, Tara Bruca, de Diosa, de Diosa. We clear the airways with the blood of Jesus Christ. Hey, hey. Runda da Father of God, Runda da Brusa da Brake, Ruke de Rusha da Brake de Diosa da Diosa da Bro, Kisha da Robundo, Rigise Beche, Kunda Rakaha, Itera Brusa de Diosa, Father of God, Runda da Brasi da Bri, Rike da Broca de Rebeke, Rusa da Brusa da Babasu da Rubuse. Rike te la brisha te la brike di si le di osuto lo brike asa. Rike te la brisha te la broca di di osuto la di osuto la broca di di asa. Rete la di osuto la brike di di osuto la brike di di osuto la di asa. Eche te la broca di di osuto la di osuto la di asa. Oh in Jesus name. Thank you. Eche me osuto lo russo. Come all the way out of her. From the roof. In Jesus name. Every bit of it. Le rosciuto rubrichia sa, custo doroso terebrista terebrichia. Re de rio su la rio su da rabrocca terebrista ta. Isha bebe bebe. Esha da rabrocca de ridia sa. Rodda la rio su la rabrocca de ridio su la rio su da rabrocca. Yes, Father, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. All the way out. Get up all the way out. In Jesus' name. The whole world. Amen. Amen. The blood of Jesus. Take a deep breath and release your prayer line. Thank you, Jesus. Do it again. Thank you, Sabrina. Do it again. Deep breath, release your prayer language. Amen. The Lord says for you to go drink some water. Okay. All right. <laughs> Thank you. You're God welcome. You God bless you. We love you. I love you. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. We love you too. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, we are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning the House January 6th Committee on October 13th voted to subpoena former President Donald Trump over his role in the events of January 6th. 
the resolution submitted by Ranking Member Liz Cheney of Wyoming was passed by the committee unanimously in a 9-0 vote. Our duty today is to our country, our duty, and our Constitution, Cheney said. Mm -hmm. We can act now to protect our republic. So this afternoon, I am requesting that the chairman issue a subpoena for documents and testimony from Donald Trump about the January 6th attack on the Capitol. The panel wants to hear from him. Chairman Benny Thompson of Mississippi said ahead of the vote, the committee needs to do everything in our power to tell the most complete story and provide recommendations to help ensure nothing like January 6th ever happens again. He is required to answer for his actions, Thompson added. Thompson said the committee recognized how extraordinary the step was and that the committee was anxious to take this step in full view of the American people. Now, folks, I've seen many a show put on, but this is show enough a show, okay? Cheney based the motion on the refusal of several Trump officials and allies, including former Chief of Staff Mark Meadows and former advisor Steve Bannon, to testify. Mr. Chairman, our committee now has sufficient information to answer many of the critical questions posed by Congress at the onset. We have sufficient information to consider criminal referrals for multiple individuals and to recommend a range of legislative proposals to guard against another January 6th, Cheney said. But a key task remains. We must seek the testimony under oath of January 6th central platter. This is just too much grandstanding. More than 30 witnesses in our investigation have invoked their Fifth Amendment right against self-incrimination, and several of those did so specifically in response to questions about their dealings with Donald Trump directly. The normal Justice Department process, Cheney said, is too slow. Mr. Chairman, at some point the Department of Justice may well unearth the fact that these and other witnesses are concealing. Cheney said, but our duty today is to our country and our children and our Constitution. We are obligated to seek answers directly from the man who set this all in motion. And every American is entitled to those answers so we can act now to protect our republic. (sighs) After presenting the motion, all nine members of the committee voted to take the almost unprecedented step of subpoenaing a former president. I'm beginning to think she wants an Oscar. The move will doubtless inspire legal challenges from Trump attorneys. There are only a few instances in history of Congress subpoenaing a president. In the 1840s, Presidents John Quincy Adams and John Tyler were subpoenaed for information on intelligence issues, but the subpoena ultimately went unanswered. The same occurred in the 20th century when Representative Joseph McCarthy attempted to bring former President Harry S. Truman in for questioning by the House Un-American Activities Committee. Like in the case of Adams and Tyler, the subpoena was ignored. Ultimately, the subpoena against Trump could come to naught simply by, by simply expiring. If Republicans take the lower chamber after the midterm elections, as they are widely expected to do, they could liquidate the January 6th committee and withdraw the subpoena. 
This means that Trump's lawyers will just need to run out the clock with legal challenges, assuming a GOP takeover of the House next year. Members of the Democratic-nominated January 6th committee since the beginning have made no effort to hide their hope that Trump will face criminal charges for his actions on and leading up to January 6th. Charges that lead to a conviction of insurrection may put an end to his chances of running for re-election, which he has indicated he may do. I would like to see the Justice Department investigate any credible allegation of criminal activity on the part of Donald Trump or anyone else. Adam Schiff, Democrat California, said on ABC News this week, they need to be investigated if there's criminal evidence, which I think there is. Representative Jamie Ruskin said the committee has laid out in various legal pleadings the criminal statutes that we think have been violated and claim that the panel has evidence that Trump knew Democratic Joe rival, Democratic rival Joe Biden won the 2020 election. I think we can prove to any reasonable, open-minded person that Donald Trump absolutely knew because he was surrounded by lawyers, Raskin said, on CNN's State of the Union program. He continues to spread doubts about the 2020 election results to this very day. He continues to foist that propaganda on his followers. When asked during an appearance on ABC's This Week if Trump will face criminal charges, Representative Adam Kingsinger said he thought the president was guilty of knowing what he did, seditious conspiracy. Being involved in these, you know, kind of different segments of pressuring DOJ, vice president, etc., it remains unclear whether the Department of Justice will take the unprecedented step of opening a criminal investigation of Trump, despite calls from members of the panel. I wish they wouldn't spend my money doing this foolishness, but they do. Requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning, testifying before the Senate last month, J.P. Morgan Chase, CEO Jamie Dimon, spoke eloquently of what a wonderful country we live in and about the freedoms we enjoy. We live in the greatest country in the world, predicted on, predicated on foundational beliefs in freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom of enterprise, the sanctity of the individual, and the promise of equality and opportunity for all. Seriously. The CEO told the Senate Committee on Banking, Housing, and Urban Affairs. He even went so far as to say these core values are the fabric that bind us as Americans, where the best of what we are shines through, especially in times of adversity. While I was glad to hear Diamond speak proudly of America and our freedoms, I am concerned that his bank fails to live up to such lofty ideals. He referred to religious freedom as a foundational belief but his bank recently decided to close the account of the National Committee for Religious Freedom, a nonpartisan faith organization dedicated to defending the right of everyone in America to live one's faith freely. The NCRF is a diverse organization representing people from every faith and walk of life. Our bipartisan National Advisory Board includes members who are Christian, Hindu, Jewish, Latter-day Saints and Muslims. 
After organizing the NCRF as a nonprofit group, our executive director and I opened a bank account at J.P. Morgan Chase & Company. We chose Chase because of its national footprint and the multi-generational banking relationship our team had with the bank. Our experience was initially very positive. However, three weeks after opening our nonprofit business checking account, we received a letter notifying us that Chase had decided to end their relationship with the National Committee for Religious Freedom and that our account would be closed. The bank actually closed our account before we received the letter. We were surprised at being canceled by Chase. When our executive director called to see if this was an error, he was informed that a note in the file read that Chase employees were not permitted to provide any further clarifying information to the customer. Why the cancellation? Why the secrecy and lack of transparency? Why was Chase hiding its reasons and intentions for closing the account of a client that seeks to serve the public good and defend religious freedom for every person in America. After all, in the words of the bank CEO, religious freedom is a core value that forms part of the fabric that binds us together as a country. So why cancel an organization that exists to protect the most fundamental of core, foundational of core American values? When Chase closed our account, it triggered a chain reaction that led to other financial service accounts being closed and caused the fledging organization to experience unexpected operational and financial challenges. Thankfully, we were able to open a new account at another bank. The decision to cancel the NCRF was described by multiple Chase employees as one from the corporate office. It was initially explained to us by someone at the Chase corporate office that the decision was final and non-revocable. To this day, the NCRF does not have a clear reason as to why our account was closed after only three weeks. We certainly hadn't made any transactions in that short amount of time that would have triggered any regulatory red flag. What shocked and surprised me the most was when someone from Chase eventually reached out to our executive director and informed him that it would be willing to reconsider doing business if the NCRF, with the NCRF, if we would provide our donor list and a list of political candidates we intended to support and a full explanation of the criteria by which we would endorse and support those candidates. It was entirely inappropriate to ask for this type of information. Does Chase ask every customer what politicians they support and why before deciding whether or not to accept? Unfortunately, we do not believe this was the first time an organization has found itself facing sudden and unexplained account closures. Religious institutions, houses of worship, and people of all faiths should be greatly concerned that their business credit or even personal or private bank accounts could likewise be terminated for any or no reason at all. Since finding ourselves chased away, we have begun to investigate if other organizations, public or private, have received similar cancellation letters from their financial service providers. The National Committee for Religious Freedom has launched a uh, chased away campaign to invite comments and testimonies from others 
who may have found themselves canceled by financial institutions. If I were still in the Senate, I certainly would be asking Diamond if he really meant what he said. Does he and the bank he leads truly respect religious freedom as a core value that binds Americans together? The recent actions of his bank would seem to suggest otherwise. So, Father, we're asking for, we're requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning those two matters. And we are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning this matter. A Christian doctor who was at risk of losing his medical license for offering to pray with and provide spiritual care to his patients has reached a settlement with NHS England after agreeing to attend one course on professional boundaries with no admittance of wrongdoing. Dr. Richard Scott, 62, a general practitioner at the Bethesda Medical Center in Margate, Kent, England, has been vindicated following a four-year campaign threatening his livelihood, said the UK-based group Christian Concern, whose legal arm, the Christian Legal Center, supported his case. At the Ashford Tribunal Hearing Center in Kent, NHS England lawyers agree that Scott is free to offer to pray for and with his patients if he does so within agreed general medical counsel guidance. In return, the doctor, while admitting no wrongdoing, agreed to attend a one-day course costing $550 related to professional boundaries, the group said. He had previously refused to attend a three-day course costing $2,000 aimed at people who had been accused of sexual impropriety, according to the Telegraph. Dr. Scott maintains that he has always offered prayer and spiritual support within GMC guidance and that complaints against him have been consistently engineered by secular groups and anonymous complaints, Christian Concern said. It is in its complaint filed on May 2019 on behalf of an acquaintance of a patient. An acquaintance of a patient? The National Secular Society said Scott, who had worked as a doctor for over two decades, made the vulnerable patient feel discomfort at the use of prayer. Mm -hmm. The acquaintance told the NSS that the patient felt unable to express discomfort and was not able to raise the matter formally or change GP practice, the NSS contended. The NSS wrote to the GMC and the local clinical commissioning group to highlight the case and ask how the bodies intended to protect patients' rights to access health care free from evangelism. Scott then received a written notice from the GMC saying an investigation was underway. The GMC had issued Scott a warning in 2012 after Scott was accused by the NSS of telling a patient, the devil haunts people who do not turn to Jesus. So he told the truth. Wonderful. Scott was also accused of expressing his religious beliefs in a manner that distressed a psychologically troubled patient. No, just distressed his demons. Scott said he is relieved that NHS England has agreed to settle the case, but it never should have come to this. The course they tried to force me to go on was essentially aimed at sexual miscreants and fraudsters. Okay. 
there is was nothing that I could see was relevant to me. I was outraged, she said. Sadly, I have seen a deep intolerance for some parts of the NHS toward Christian belief and a complete lack of understanding of what prayer is and how it positively impacts people's lives. He added that he hopes his case would act as an encouragement to other Christian professionals that it is more than okay to share your faith and that freedom is worth fighting for. Andrew Williams, CLC's chief executive, said secular activists, whether campaign groups or those working within the NHS, have been relentless in their pursuit of Dr. Scott. It is now time for this to end, Scott. Williams continued, is continued, is loved and respected by his community. His love for Jesus and dedication to his faith is also well known where he works and within the community. He stressed that there is no evidence that Scott's practice of praying with his patients has in any way interfered with his delivery of excellent medicine. In fact, quite the opposite. He has seen many patients get set from drink and drug addictions and become active members of society through his spiritual care. It is widely recognized that emotional and spiritual support play a significant role in physical healing, Williams added. It has been particularly distasteful to see NHS England picking on a Christian doctor who is appropriately offering that support. In 2019, Scott spoke to BBC Radio 4 discussing his use of prayer in his practice. He said he offered spiritual care to around 1 in 40 patients, and around 80% of people offered prayer or religious support accepted the offer. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning in Nairobi, Kenya, two evangelists sustained deep knife wounds after leading several Muslims to Christ at debates on Islam and Christianity in eastern Uganda, sources said. Andrew, 35, and 26-year-old Ronald had debated Islamic scholars in several areas around the Aganga district, and some attacked them after a September 20 to 24 series of such debates in the district's predominantly Muslim Nampirika village and said a leader of their ministry unnamed for security reasons. The two evangelists are nursing terrible wounds on their sick beds in Iganga town after being attacked and beaten by radical Muslims, the leader told the news. Dai Kusaka said that after the last day of the debate, well-known Muslims were among those who put their faith in Christ. Many people gave their lives to Christ, including Muslims, witch doctors, and street vendors. The conversion of these people angered Muslims who began shouting to disrupt the occasion. When the meeting ended, he took the new converts aside and had a few minutes explaining the meaning of the new life in Christ and the commitment to follow Jesus Christ. They were halfway home about 7.30 p.m. when a group of Muslims blocked them near a railroad crossing shouting, they are the ones, beat them, beat them, he said, and then they started beating us with blunt objects and one name, Shafika, whatever his last name is, in Iganga hit me with a sharp knife right on my head. Another named, whatever his name is, 
uh, struck my friend in the belly and hand. He knew the assailants because they had debated them on several occasions. Both of us fell down as a bright light flashed from a coming vehicle that appeared from the opposite direction, he said. And from that time onwards, we did not know what happened. We only found ourselves in the hospital in the town with deep wounds. The driver of the vehicle was the one who rescued them and drove them to the hospital, they later learned. At this writing, the two evangelists were still recovering in the hospital. Since we know the attackers after our release from the hospital, we shall by all means file a case against them. Please pray for us for quick healing. The attack was the latest of many instances of persecution of Christians in Uganda. That was documented. Uganda's constitution and other laws provide for religious freedom, including the right to propagate one's faith and convert from one faith to another. Muslims make up no more than 12% of Uganda's population, with high concentrations in eastern areas of the country. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. Oh, Lord. Here we go again. Conservatives the world over, people who eschew left-wing pseudoscience and cultural extremism, like 16 genders and new types of pronouns, need to come to grips with the reality that if leftists had their way, conservatives would be locked up in prison camps or worse. One of them made that very plain earlier this week in Great Britain during a televised discussion. A former NHS nurse has sparked outrage for claiming that people who vote conservative do not deserve to be resuscitated by those working for Britain's publicly funded health care provider. Speaking as an audience member on Jeremy Vine's Channel 5 show, Britain on the Brink, Miranda Hughes said that if you have voted conservative, you do not deserve to be resuscitated by the NHS, the outlet continued. The woman in question said that previously she had been a nurse working for Britain's National Health Service, but said that the job became too much for her. I could not handle the emotional stress of not being able to deliver for my patients. You are squeezed to a point where you cannot treat people the way you want to treat them she told the political program. Later, she admitted that her remark was harsh, but then slammed the lack of government resources available, passionate NHS nurses, without noting the hypocrisy. She also somewhat backtracked on the head-turning statement and claimed that if she had to, she would save the life of a conservative voter, if she had to, okay? Nevertheless, she insisted, it is appalling the way we have been treated. It, is report, it was reported that the former nurse describes herself on her social media pages as European anti-Tory nurse mom cat appreciator, Amdram queen, repeat dieter and food lover. So really she's no different that far-left Americans wishing ill on her political opponents. Needless to say, social media users did not let her get away with the outrageous comment. Tories locked the country down to protect the nurse who thinks 
Tory voters shouldn't be resuscitated, the presenter said. Also, a self-confessed anarchist middle school teacher revealed his desire to burn down the entire system to an undercover journalist. The, an activist group published on October 3rd undercover footage showing Tyler Wren, who admitted to indoctrinating children against their parents' will. He justified his indoctrination as necessary to achieve his end goal of overthrowing the American system of government. Wren teaches English to eighth-grade students at Will Rogers College Middle and High School in Tulsa, Oklahoma, under the purview of Tulsa Public Schools. The self-described anarchist educator also admitting admitted to taking issue with parents who get involved in their children's education. So I have a rather large TikTok following. I'm an authority figure, he said. So I publish a Christmas message of, hey, parents don't love and support you for who you are this Christmas, expletive deleted them. I'm your parent now. I love you. Drink some water. I'm proud of you. Wren also expounded on his issues with religion. Eventually, you want to remove Christianity or religion as a whole from progressive thought because religion is inheritant hierarchical, he said. However, the teacher remarked that he fears losing his job under Oklahoma's House Bill HB 1775. The only thing that's a problem here is that HB 1775 or something. Hmm. I can get my teaching license revoked for it, he told the journalist. Trust me. I want to burn down the entire system. My, isn't that what you want, teaching anything to your eighth grader? Well, praise the Lord. This is the world we live in. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. They want us dead, and we are not worth resuscitating. Well, now Brother Marshall is going to come and pray about the adjudications. Amen. Wow. <laughs> thank you, Father. Your mercies are new every day. And we thank you, Lord, as we've been praying. And by the blood of Jesus, that blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things than that, than that, than that of Abel. And Jesus said, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. And Father... We've been praying that you wake up the body of Christ, the sleeping giant. There's a lot of information that Dr. Sabrina has uncovered that's exposing the different spirits that are in people's hearts that don't look like loving our neighbors ourselves kind of spirits, Father. And we thank you, Father God, even as you said, if two of you on earth agree to touch anything you ask, it shall be done to my Father which is in heaven. And Daniel got together with his three fellows when they were just about to be executed because, you know, the king demanded that they tell him what he dreamed, which is a rather extraordinary demand, that somebody tell them what they dreamed and then what it means. So Daniel and his friends prayed. They didn't know Matthew 18, 19, and 20, but that's basically what they were doing. They were praying in agreement, and you answered their prayer. 
And you gave them the vision. You gave them the understanding. And we thank you for exposing what's going on. Even in Daniel uh, 2.47, the king answered unto Daniel and said, Of a truth it is that your God is a God of gods. He is a God above the gods that other people worship. A lot of other gods in the world. God of mammon, all kinds of other gods. God of selfishness, all kinds of other gods. Your God is a God of gods and a Lord of kings and a revealer of secrets. See, that could reveal this secret. So we thank you, Lord, for revealing the secrets. And we thank you, Father God, that's exposing things that the enemy is trying to do. And he comes, as Sabrina's already read, to steal, kill, and destroy. And he is the father of lies. And so, Father God, we know he has a very nasty agenda because he knows he has a very short time. But you said, fear them not, therefore, all those people that are jerked around by these spirits. Fear them not, therefore, in Matthew 10:26, For there's nothing covered that shall not be revealed and hid that shall not be known. So, Father, we thank you for exposing all that these people are doing against those that are trying to do what you want them to, like that Dr. Scott in England and, and others that are standing up to uh, ex- trying to bring about harmony and, and religious freedom, as, as, as some people think is a good thing. But, Father God, we know that there are all kinds of spirits, and their people have agendas. And there's some people actually think that Donald Trump's point of view, that maybe the election was rigged, could be verified rather amazingly, rather in extraordinary ways, not just to follow themselves some pillows, Father God. A lot of people have come to the same conclusion. How was it that Pennsylvania had more than 200,000 people vote in the last 2020 election? More than 200,000 people voted, more than even lived there. They're registered to vote. And they think it was a fine election, nice and up and above board? Is that right? Hmm. How can they think these things? Oh, are they just sweeping them into the carpet? I think Liz Cheney is spending a whole lot of time making sure people don't look under the carpet. I'm sure they really want to get to the, the root cause of what happened on January 6th. And that's why all the, the video footage and all of that of what happened then and all the information from the various uh, people in different agencies that the government's supposed to control, like the FBI and their informants, has they've gone to no end of lengths to expose it all, bring all the videos to light. That's why they really want to get to the truth, or do they want to really get a certain agenda pressed forward, Father God? It could be they have an agenda because they're absolutely terrified. You know, it says in your word, Father God, in... Um, or is it in James 2, 19 or something, that the devils tremble? They're, they're absolutely terrified. Their knees are knocking, Father God. So those demons that are, it isn't Liz Cheney. It's the demons that, that are controlling some of those political figures, Father God, including the rhinos, including those other people that, that are pretending to really care about this country, Father God. It's all a show. Sabrina kind of alluded to that. In fact, she was rather clear about it. And I happen to concur. So, Father, we ask you to expose what's really going on, Father. And we thank you, Father God. Some people have said possibly Trump won every single state, <laughs> even California. Wouldn't that be astonishing? We know he certainly won. The, well, most people know. They've looked into it a little bit on the alternative news media. That there was much, without hardly any doubt at all, yes, he won the election with a huge landslide. But they're not just people domestically, but foreign and domestic people. People from other countries were involved, Father God, in this shenanigans, in this un- in this sleight of hand, like people playing an interesting card game, Father God. Well, Father God, 
There's all kinds of little sleights of hand going on, but you're exposing what's going on. Father, we ask you to bring it all to light. We come boldly and joyfully before your throne of grace, Father God, and ask for your intervention and adjudication, Father God. We pray for those who despitefully use us, That's just not just Luke Cheney, but those, Father God, that are pretending to really care about this nation, including the head of, of uh, what was that, uh, J.P. Morgan Chase, Father God, who pretending to really care. What was his name? Uh, Jamie Diamond, Father God. Uh, he's a diamond in the rough. That, that Father God, that, that you'll bring all these things to light that, oh, they have a little agenda. And we thank you, Father God, if they have this group, and they're really so concerned about freedom of religion, with this group, it isn't just a Christian group, it isn't just a Jewish group, it isn't just a Hindu group, it isn't just a, a cultic group like the, like the Church of Latter-day Saints, it isn't just a Muslim group, it's a nonpartisan religious group that wants to stand up for religious freedom and... Why do they need the information about people who are donating to them? Why do they want information about their political preferences? Are they planning to support politicians? Father God, we know, and you know it all, because we only know a little bit, but Dr. Sabrina has helped us see a little bit more than we've seen before, that there's been an agenda, Father God, an agenda to get rid of people of faith, Father God, in Jesus' name, not just the United States, all over the world. And not just in England, not just in England, not just the United States. How about how about Kenya, Father God? Yes, Kenya, Father God. People over there are supposed to have freedom of religion, freedom to be stabbed, freedom to be bludgeoned and beaten up, Father God. Father God, we ask you to expose all these things. And not only that, we ask for your divine intervention and adjudication. Because we know, Father, that you put, given Jesus all power in heaven and earth, as he says in the end of Matthew 28, 18, in Jesus' name. And he cannot lie. He only speaks the words you've given him to speak. He says, God, about that, all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. And we know that Father God, Jesus said, the things I have done, you will do, and greater things than these. So show us what our part is in the spiritual realm, Father God, to use the weapons you're providing for us, not necessarily the sword of steel, but the sword of the Spirit, Father God. Because we know that, Father God, that <laughs> I heard about a, 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 he wasn't a pastor, he was just a, a man who had one of these uh, Bibles that was had this had a, a Bible that had a, a little uh, metallic imprint of a sword on the cover of it, representing the sword of the spirit. And he was pulled over going through Homeland Security in an airport. They were careful. They thought he had a big knife. Well, he did. He had the sword of the spirit. He had a Bible in his bag. Oh my goodness! People are so terrified by the Bible. Father God, help us to know what you want us to do. You said, if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who giveth all men liberally. And a braid of not kind of outside of a castada brigate, but then Maricatan Brigastada Maricate, and Bracanana Brigate. And we know you've given Jesus all power in heaven and earth, and you told us kind of about Codana Brigaste, Protada Brigatan Brigaste, that Punama Castellada Brigaste. In Daniel chapter 7, verse 18, but the saints of the Most High shall take the kingdom and possess the kingdom forever, even forever and ever. And Daniel 7 18. And you said in Daniel 7:27, in the kingdom and dominion, speaking of dominion voting machines, and the kingdom and real dominion, and the dominion in the spiritual realm, and the kingdom and dominion, the greatness of the kingdom, of the whole heaven shall be given to the people of the saints of the Most High, whose kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and all dominion shall serve and obey who? Trump? No. Biden? No. The Lord Jesus Christ. Him, the Son of the living God. Him, the Word of God who came in the flesh, Him 
who showed us such extraordinary love that even while we were sinners, he died for us. Because that's what gets people's attention. That's the little Lamb of God, like John the Baptist said. And he really was the, the, uh, a messenger calling in the wilderness as John the Baptist turned the hearts of the children to the fathers and the fathers to the children. We ask you to do that, Father God. Turn the hearts of the children back to their parents from the wicked and deceived demons that are in some of the school teachers, Father God, even as the one uh, Pastor Sabrina read about, who openly <clears throat> wants to um, bring about, kind of about a, uh, d- 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 burn down the entire system. That's his agenda, Father God. Public, publicly admitted agenda, Father God. What was that? Whatever his name is, Father God. From Oklahoma. Father God, we ask you to expose all these things, and not just expose them, but do, do your divine intervention and adjudication for every one of these things, Father God, in Jesus. Because this so-called court system in the United States of America seems to need a little help, Father God, a lot of help at this point, Father God. So some of the things that they're passing, all kinds of interesting variations on laws that don't really stand up for the the basic principles of the Constitution. As Liz Cheney was thinking she needs to protect. <gasps> what about the ability of a redress of grievances when people have serious reason to believe that possibly the election wasn't quite on the up and up. And, of course, they don't want their 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 fingerprints to be exposed all over the whole thing. So, Father God, but you said, Thou hast broken the yoke of his burden in Isaiah 9.4. The staff of his shoulder, those that are rising up against your kingdom, Father God, and the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The rod is oppressors, the day of Midian. For every battle of the war is with confused noise and garments rolled in blood. But this shall be with burning and fuel of fire. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and shalom and peace, there shall be no end upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Father, we know Jesus was known as the Prince of Peace, but he's also known as the man of war. It says that in Exodus, because you dealt with Pharaoh when he repeatedly declined to allow God's people to go and worship him in the wilderness. He repeatedly lied. And, Father God, some other people are repeatedly lying. It isn't really them. It's the demon, the lying spirit in them. We bind you, Satan, everyone, everyone, every spirit of deception. We bind every spirit of lying. We bind every spirit of pride, every spirit behind kind of a blackmail and mind-blinding spirits. We bind you, the mind-blinder. We bind the strong man. And we bind every one of your underlings, named and not named. Put up with the cut that all the spirits in Freemasonry, all the spirits from witchcraft, every witchcraft curse returned at least assembled as the spirits intend to do those spirits intend to do us, intend to do to every believer in every nation, and not just the United States, not just in England, not just in Kenya, every nation, not just in every state, not just Oklahoma, every single state, every demon trying to steal, kill, and destroy. Good about good about the, your demonic agendas canceled, severed, and nullified. Is joined heirs with Christ. We decree and declare is joined heirs with Christ, who has all power in heaven and earth by the power of the Holy Spirit. For it is written, I shall decree a thing, and shall be established unto thee, and the light shall shine upon thy ways. And we continue to speak blindness to the eyes, and may muteness to the eyes, and may only hear 
what Jesus wants them to hear pertaining to each and every believer in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father, for hiding your believers under the blood of Jesus. We can rest comfortable and at peace in Jesus' name because we know no weapon formed against us will prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. For this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. And, Father, we do pray for those two evangelists in um, Kenya, Father God, that you'll send your word and heal them and deliver them from the spirits that are trying to destroy them, Father God, from Andrew and Ronald, who have more challenging last names to pronounce than we're used to. Forgive us for that, Father God. Andrew Dikasoka and Ronald Musaki or something like that. Father God, we thank you for giving them Holy Ghost boldness. We ask you to send your word and restore them and make them every whole. hope. You said, if two of you on earth are great, trust anything you ask, it shall be done my Father which is in heaven. And you said, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be sozo, shall be saved, healed, delivered, preserved, and made whole in Acts uh, 2.21. And we're whosoever's, and we ask you to sozo them and all your saints. We thank you for the great work you're doing, and you know respect our persons. We thank you for restoring all that you restored from the, from the kingdom of, that the kingdom of darkness is trying. We bind that spirit of darkness. We bind the spirit of darkness trying to pervade through the months of October, even up to the end of October and, and proceeding up to the election and beyond, this coming election that they're trying to interfere with, trying to get people distracted. We bind every one of these spirits of distraction, the spirits of, of kind of mind-blinding, including coming from, from 5G and all of the effects trying to control people through their thinking. We bind every spirit of trying to interfere with people being able to make their own decisions even as this fellow from the World Economic Forum said they'll be able to control everybody's thinking. Isn't that nice of them? And they actually think they can do that. And Father God, and there is some reason to believe that they have some ability to do a little bit of that, Father God, but you're bigger than their God. You're much, much bigger. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob has all power in heaven and earth, and his name is Jesus Christ of Nazareth. He came to reveal you, Father, and declare your name in the midst of the congregation. And that, at that name is the name of Jesus. Every knee must bow and every tongue must confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Some of our opposition see in heavenly places in Christ Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit, according to Ephesians 2.6, according to Proverbs 18.10, for the name of the Lord is a strong tower. So the righteous run into it and are safe. We bind every one of those demons named and not named, including every spirit of idolatry, every spirit of selfishness, every spirit of worshiping of the owl, especially those that go with the uh, a global elite to places like Bohemian Grove, those people that don't like people like Alex Jones that have exposed their little shenanigans, Father God, those people controlled by greed, those people that just want multi-billion dollars to be created by the bankers out of thin air, oh, like the people that chase, do they create money out of thin air? Father God, we ask you to expose what's really, really going on but from the so-called kind of the private central banks that are not really any part of the federal government. They're just owned by the global elite, Father God, trying to control the little people, the little minions. They, want to, they think of us as little, like little grasshoppers, Father God, but we're not down here anymore. We're raised together with Christ, receded in Christ Jesus in heavenly places, and from our position in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. No further flow of power communication from the demons down there in the second heavens, the bush and the deep, to all those who've interceded for and all those coming against those that are standing for the truth, not just this Dr. Scott in England, all those standing for the truth, the teachers that are that are railing against their parents, that the teacher the parents that are standing for the truth, and those bomba bears that are going to the school boards and say, Whoa, we don't want any more critical race theory. We don't want you to force uh, children to have uh, especially those that are uh, impaired in some way to have masks 
like scotch taped or whatever, uh, taped to their faces, Father God. People trying to control people against their will, trying to mind blind those children, trying to bring confusion. Father God, you're not the author of confusion, but of peace on all the churches of saints. We bind every spirit behind the sexual confusion and the confusion affecting those that have received the vaccination. Those people, we bind every spirit of hypnosis, mass hypnosis, Father God, coming from every source, coming from the social media groups, coming from the the people in Hollywood, coming from people like CNN and other groups, Father God, that are being exposed more and more and more. We thank you, Father God, for exposing these people and bringing it to light. We ask for your divine help and adjudication. We thank you for exposing all these things. And we hear, Father God, that you're going to raise up a mighty army, Father God, even as you're waking up the body of Christ in Jesus' name, all over your earth, even as a fellow who had that, that vision back in 1960-something in Canada. Father God, you're waking up the body of Christ and all the little demons, like the ones that are jerking around the bankers and the politicians and all these people and the, some of the Muslims and some of the Freemasons and there's other groups and the anarchists from, the, from Oklahoma, the, all the little demons. that are We love all the people, Father God. You told us, you commanded us to love the people. But you told us, Father God, to bind the demons. And if any of these witches refuse to repent, Father God, you said do not suffer witch to live. And you had to take care of them, Father God. It's not our job. It's your job. It's your also, it's your Holy Spirit's job to bring conviction, Father God. And we thank you for doing so, including those that went and got bewitched by the spirit of ungodly fear, Father God, including some of the family members have those associated with Miracle Net Church, Miracle Outreach Ministries, Father God. We thank you for sending your Holy Ghost to bring conviction, Father God, because we can't necessarily do it. We can, it says that people are involved in idolatry. They can't hear the truth, Father God, because they're bowing down to their idols. They're bewitched. They're just like their idols. Well, if if a hypodermic needle can think, if 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 this little so-called vaccine, which isn't a vaccine at all, this mRNA thing can think all on by itself, then then maybe they could think. But maybe they can't think, Father God. Maybe they're challenged, Father God. Where is that? In Psalm 115. Their idols are silver and gold. Some of them do worship money and things like that. The real silver and gold is not such a bad thing, especially silver. Uh, they have mouths, but they but they speak not. They have eyes, but they see not. They have ears, but they hear not. They have noses, but they smell not. They have hands, but they handle not. Feet have they, but they walk not. Neither do they cut a speak through their throat. They that make them are like unto them. So is everyone that trusted in them. So, Father, we ask you to deliver those that have been trusting in idols, Father God. Some people, they say, whatever you accuse somebody else of, you're guilty of yourself. Some of them are accusing these people that think, you know, Trump is, is, is some kind of a, a demon manifestation, Father God, or some kind of a Nazi manifestation. Whatever they're accusing others of, they seem to be guilty of themselves, Father God. They seem to be. I mean, I'm not saying Donald Trump is pure as a driven snow or anyone else. It, only Jesus is good. God said only God is good. But he really did come to expose the Father and his name and his perfect love for each and every one of us. And we thank you for that perfect love. So, Father, you said that only the Holy Ghost can bring conviction, and you're the only one who knows what's in everyone's heart, Father God. And you said in John chapter 16, beginning at verse 7, Jesus says, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the Comforter, the Holy Ghost, the Comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart... I will send him unto you. Thank you, Jesus, for sending the Holy Ghost to us. And when he has come, he will reprove the world of sin, of righteousness, and of judgment. Of sin, because they believe not on me. They never took the cup of salvation. Hmm. Some of them might try to take it, but maybe it won't do them any good. Vain, 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 vain. 
or of righteousness because can I go to my Father and you see me no more. We need the eyes of faith. Of judgment because the prince of this world is judged. And he knows he, the prince of the power of the air, cannot repent, which is why he's so desperate to grab a lot of people and drag them down where he's going to the lake of fire, Father God. But he knows where he's going because he knows the Bible better than any pastor. He knows about our biology than any medical doctor or any scientist, Father God. But he also knows about the whole book, and he knows that words, your words forever settle in heaven. And it says in Revelation 20, verse 10, And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone, where the beast and the false prophet are, and shall be tormented with tormented day and night forever and ever. And I saw a great white throne, and him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were opened, and another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. So, Father God, we know we're coming at a very interesting time in the history of this planet, Father God. For the last 6,000 years, it's been the last days. Ever since the New Testament was written, Father God, penned by your Holy Spirit through different people, anointed by the Holy Ghost, Father God. But you said we're in the last days, so help us, Father God, to be looking to Jesus, not looking to the devils jumping up and down, trying to distract us. Oh, look at this, look at this, look at this, Cheney. And look at the people wielding knives. No, no, no. Our weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to bring down a stronghold, casting down imaginations, every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. And not only in my head and my heart, but all the heads and hearts, I and each one of the saints can stand in for all of our family members, all of our loved ones, all of our neighbors. We ask you to deliver them from those mind-blinding spirits, Father God. And you said, if two of you on earth agree to anything you ask, it shall be done, my Father, which is in heaven. There's more than two of us. We're on earth. And we ask you to deliver each one from the mind-blinding spirits, including those from that anarchist school teacher in Oklahoma, Father God. And those, kind of about that, from the nurse, kind of about that, in England, who thinks Tories are terrible, and Tories shouldn't even be resuscitated. And, Father God, well, you know resuscitation only works if you're involved, Father God. <laughs> Having run with the ambulance for all those years as a paramedic, Father God, I know all those 14 years, I only saw one person actually walk out of the hospital after doing CPR. And we thank you for that one person. But, Father God, the, the, the medical communities so puffed up and put on a pestle as if it's the answer, an end-all and be-all. And we know, Father God, that a lot of people in Africa and different African nations, they worship witch doctors because they seem to have some kind of power. Well, they do. They serve the devil. But, Father God, some of the doctors over here, um, maybe they don't worship such a different uh, God after all. Who knows who they really worship? Do they worship money? Is that what they want to do? They want to push an agenda when it might not be best for the people, Father God? So, Father God, we ask you to bring the doctors and all those, Father God, the witch doctors and the medical doctors, down on their knees, Father God, to take and to turn to the living God before they leave their earthly bodies, Father God. You saved the witch doctor and the man that Pat Holiday wrote about. And we know, Father God, there was a tremendous spiritual attack against him, Father God. Father, we ask for your, your divine help and intervention. Your arm's not too short to save. Save those that can be saved, the witches that can be saved. Save those, Father God, including a young man who didn't have anybody praying for him. He went out trick-or-treating on Halloween, and he was possessed by devils for many years. And he ended up saying that the, the, the heaviest, darkest demons of all were from, from Masonic Lodge, Father God, even though he was also involved as a werewolf and a lot of other nasty, nasty things he played with. Father 
God. But he got delivered, Father God, because you can do exceeding abundantly more than when ask or imagine. If you can deliver him and you can deliver the witch of the switch and the others that Pat Holiday has talked about, Father God, you can do exceeding abundantly more than we can ask or imagine. If you get a hold of the soul of Tarsus, you maybe can save Liz Cheney, Father God. We ask you to save her soul if you can. You told us to pray for those who despitefully use us as we repent and renounce for being just sitting on our hands when, when giving agreement, when the people in the school districts down the road, Father God, are teaching kids things that are absolutely insane and contrary to your word, Father God. You said you created them male and female. You didn't create them uh, A, B, C, Q, and D. You, you didn't have you know, 16 different genders plus and counting. So, Father God, we ask you to deliver those people, Father God, that have been bewitched, Father God, from the people behind the news media and Hollywood and all the demons from the CCP that are controlling the funding for all this nonsense trying to, and, and the Soros groups and all these different people trying to bring down the United States because what? They want to do just what? George Bush said, a new world order and a new world religion. Is that how they're trying to warn people that they want to bring in a whole different religion? There's nothing to do with Jesus Christ. They might tack his name along there, but as long as you don't, don't, don't mention it out in public, Father God. Father God, they don't like to have the name of Jesus mentioned. God, it's his name. Every knee must bow and every tongue must confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father because he is the King of kings and Lord of lords. And they that are with him are called and chosen and faithful. And you know what? You didn't call the righteous to, but you called sinners to repentance. I thank you for calling me and each one of us, Lord, because none of us were born righteous. But we thank you for the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness by the blood of the Lamb. We plead that blood over each and every one of us, over every door, every window, every access to each and every one of us, including every electronic access, whether it be computers, telephones, of every type of phone, every type of access to each one of us and all of our family members. Father God, you said a lamb for a house. And Christ our Passover is sacrificed for us. And you said, when I see the blood upon the houses where you are, the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you. When I smite the land of Egypt, we know, Father God, there's going to be a judgment day. And we know, Father God, you did flood the earth once because people were in absolute hedonism and, and were horrible, horrible things, Father God. Because that's why you only saved Noah and those that were with him in the ark. Father God, but we know, Father God, that you can deliver us, Father God. We don't have to worry about the judgment day, Father God. But there are many people that are in the valley of decision, Father God. We ask you to wake them up. We ask you to send the Holy Ghost to give them a, a little a zap. You got hold of many, many people, Muslims and others, Father God, many, many people, and deliver them from that spirit of rejection by Father. We bind all the root causes of people choosing false religions and idolatry and worship of mammon and everybody thinks they have to save their own life by running for a vaccine save their own life by cut about that about that well if if i just if i just go to this this health help group you know i understand they do hypnosis there and maybe maybe that can help me if i can just go to the psychiatrist maybe i can get i can get a little drug to make me feel calm well how about jesus the prince of peace because he gives us his gift of righteousness and it says in Isaiah 32:17, and the work of righteousness shall be peace. And the effect of righteousness shall be quietness and assurance forever. And you said the God of peace shall bruise Satan under your feet shortly. So when that, that man who was like the Apostle Paul, who grew up as a Hindu and switched when he found out that Jesus was real and is appointed unto man once to die and then the judgment, because Hindus don't believe it. They think you come back as a fly or a cow or something else. So, Father, when he found out there's only there's a point on demand once to die, and then the judgment, there is no reincarnation, Father. And he found out that was the truth, and he accepted Jesus, Father God. You used him profoundly. You used him so profoundly that he knew when somebody had a gun pointed right at him, kind of like Pat Holliday did too, 
He just listened to you and did what you told him to do. Because you said, my sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. And the voice of a stranger they will not heed. And Jesus said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Not just DBD and her son, all the saints. Jesus said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And if God be for us, who can be against us? And you have all power in heaven and in earth. We thank you for loosing your obedient angels, Father God, warring angels, linking angels, whatever angels are appropriate, warring, linking angels. We do thank you for the angels, Lord, that encampeth round about them that have a holy reverence, a holy fear of you, Lord, just like you said in Psalm, Psalm 37, uh, Psalm 34, verse 7. And we thank you for the angel, Lord, that encampeth round about each one of us. And we thank you for your blood. We thank you for hiding us under your blood. Thank you for keeping us safe from witchcraft and every attack. And every attack is returned back on the heads of the Spirit, sending them, according to Psalm 79, 12, run down to our neighbors, sevenfold into their bosom, they reproach where they reproach thee, O Lord. Because Jesus said, you, whatever you do, the least of these you've done unto me. So those that are speaking evil against us that are trying to just tell them the truth, and they think, oh, we're so deceived. We're following that, uh, that cult, some conservative cult including the dear nurse, Father God, put up that book today, in England, Father God, who thinks conservatives don't know what's best for the people. Isn't that interesting? Father God, because our battle is not political. Our battle is spiritual. You tested the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They have to cut the body get that way. So, we, Father, we bind every one of those demons trying to manifest through the nurse, through the, uh, through the teacher in Oklahoma, through those people, the Muslims that were railing against the the, um, the, the uh, uh, evangelists in Uganda, and we ask you to save their souls, Father God. All those people, all those many, many people, many people have been harmed in Uganda many years ago, Father God. You know how to deliver them. And you said, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered to all whosoever, including the Gopher, the captive of Boko Haram in Nigeria, Father God, on the other side of the African continent, Father God. Because you, and you remove our sins as far as the east is from the west, as far as the east is from, from Nigeria. Not just as far as, as uh, China is from kind of upset about whatever the most west is. I don't know. You keep going around and me this the earth is I can look down and find out about all these things, Father God. And you said, Trust nothing before the time. And all those people we don't judge them before the time. The Father, we want to walk in love. The festival. You are